It's okay. It's a safe space. Y'all push that share button. <laughs> now we're moving into our next segment of the show. Pastor Brandon is going to take us to the Word of God and teach us some fantastic... This is, see, this is where I come in. I teach the Bible. You teach the Bible. Mm-hmm. The rest of us just live about news you articles. You can just cut up and drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all do. You, you actually learn us something. Guys... This is our rapture <laughs> moment, our rapture radio moment. Rapture radio, or um, as we also have referred to it in the past, the meaty moment. Mm. Very deep. Very deep. I hate that sound effect, by the way. What is that? It's like a door shutting or something. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like, I don't know what it is. We'll get that produced out next week. Don't worry about it. All right, Pastor Brandon. Come on, Matt. So we're looking at Isaiah today. Ooh. Isaiah. Isaiah. And we don't have a lot to look at. Well, we say that now. Just wait. But uh, honestly, what my passion has been for all of these shows is to try and convince people to uh, look up, to look on the bright side of things, to be hopeful about the future of this world, mm. and, and to really kind of flesh out what it means when we say that Christ is on the throne. You hear that all the time. People are always saying, you know, that's okay, that's okay, Jesus is on the throne. But what does that really, truly mean? So that's why I'm just taking mm. my little segment each time and each week to try to flesh this out a little bit more. King of kings and Lord of lords. Yeah, what does that mean? It's not just a cliche. It's not just a bumper sticker. What does it mean? Mm. And so we're going to trigger everyone and go to a Christmas sermon or a Christmas text in (laughs) Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And uh, honestly, I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for some Christmas. I um, me too. We're not allowed to celebrate Thanksgiving. You know, well, if you're in California, you're not allowed. Did you see that? Yeah, it's uh, that was. That was nuts. So well, you can for two hours. Limit of three families. Everybody single has to be serving six feet apart. plates. That's right. Yeah, no singing. Six feet. No singing. No chanting. Yeah, none of that. My family's actually. We've decided we're going to be facing west this Thanksgiving and learning some chants. So <laughs> we're just adding chants. We're going to be facing west, singing, chanting, lots of casseroles. We're just going to be hugging and all kind of things. Oh my! Gosh. And enjoying our our lives. Mm. You know, enjoying mm. our lives, and so. So Thanksgiving is not allowed, so we're going to just fast forward to Christmas and look at this Christmas passage. Isaiah 9, 6, for to us a child is born, and to us a son is given. Mm. Every time I hear this text, the Handel's Messiah starts playing in my head, music mm. major life. We, know all, we all know this passage. Yeah. Everyone's heard this passage. A child, we know that the Messiah is going to be a child who is born. We know he's going to be a son. It's going to be given from the Father to mankind. And then it says the government... What is another word for government? Dominion, rule, lordship, mm. um, eminent domain, ownership, stewardship mm-hmm. over everything. The government, the government. So we have self-government, family government, church government, state government. This is the government. This is mm. the government over the earth by God. Mm-hmm. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, prince of peace so he's going to be a child he's going to be a son he's going to be divine mighty god Mm. and at some point the government is going to be upon his shoulder you see that the government over all things so the question is and we're going to get to it when does that take place when is the government of the earth put upon the shoulders of christ Mm. the other question is what should we expect from his rule should we expect to expect him to be successful or is he a screw-up like adam 
You know, should oh. we should we should we have high expectations or low expectations for his rule and his reign? He has a rod of iron. He has a sword. He sends his spirit out. He sends his disciples out. Mm-hmm. He's bound Satan so that the nations cannot be deceived any longer. Mm-hmm. Should we have high expectations, low expectations? And what does 2020 have to do with all of this? But we see at some point the son, the child, divine God man will have the government of the earth placed upon his shoulders at some point. Okay. okay? Amen. okay. And it. then that government and I'm I'm this is straight text right here. Okay? okay. This is text. This is not personal anecdotes. It's not my feelings. We're just looking at <laughs> this text here. Then it says of the increase of his government. Mm. So his government is going to have a what? An increase. Okay. Okay. Of the increase of his government and of peace. Mm. What is going to be the fruit of this government? It's going to go peace. down perpetually. Peace on earth. Mm-hmm. Goodwill toward men. It's Christmas, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The government of his government over the earth and the peace thereof will have an increase. And of that increase, there will be no end. So there's no end to what? No end to? The increase. The increase. So, so if you were to chart that on a pie graph. Nope. There's no end. Line graph. And a line graph. There it is. You see, you know, <laughs> there's no, no end to it. All right? We could take a marker. We could probably draw it on this whiteboard Don't right do here. do that. It was expensive. Right? Trace it with your finger. <laughs> there's no end, and it's an increase. Mm, so what does like that it. look like? Could we all, which way are we facing? Could we all It show? sounds like good news. It sounds like positive like, trajectory. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Upward. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. If that's not true, take the text. Are you making this stuff up? Uh, look. I th- shouldn't it say decrease right there? If it's not true, take the text and show me why it's not true. Mm. Or believe it. <laughs> Where's the camera? One or the other. If it's not true, show me in the text or believe it. <laughs> Quit being a Debbie Downer, a negative Nancy. Now you can tell from that too. Enjoy your life. I know it's 2020. Increase, baby. Increase. Increase. Be careful yeah, with that but, hand but Brandon, gesture. Like, where, 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 <laughs> that sounds like hopeful. <laughs> it's hopeful. It does Jesus is hopeful. on the throne. Remember when people say, hey, hey, Jesus is on the throne. So things are just going to circle the drain forever until we're finally disappeared into heaven. Mm. Sayonara, world. Oh, so you're saying that because Jesus is king, the world is actually going to get better? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Don't be, because that's exactly what I'm saying. Hold on. Exactly. But He's wait, the king. But wait, Brandon. The future is bright. It's but, so bright. But 2020 sucks, though. Like, I mean, things are awful at, right look, now. Brandon, look at around us. How could things get better? Oh, it's so terrible. Oh, here's my um, Costco um, bourbon. It probably costs, like, you know, the cheapest bourbon that's ever existed on the planet. <laughs> shipped juice. to me that's from apple juice. Oh, apple if juice. anyone from Facebook <laughs> is asking, that's apple, apple juice. juice. Shipped, it's an analogy. Shipped, it, shipped to me from the orchards of the Mediterranean. Mm. Sitting here with all of this wealth and technology, I have basically an omniscient being in front of me here <laughs> that I can ask any question of. I have all my friends. I have a family. Life is good. You live in South Louisiana and you're not sweating right now right i got air conditioned it's cold in here it may be hot on this mic but it's cold in here <laughs> oh my god it's terrible was, it's terrible that was awful that's some old man humor right there <laughs> you're about to drop we're, bars we're sitting happening? in our lazy chairs watching the television slurping our our sweet tea 
with our kids bubbling and dancing around us. Our wife loves us. Life is good. We got a great church. We're reading a Bible, you know, from a from a, a from a, a book printed for us. Books all around the shelf. You know, life is, and we're like, oh man, things are getting bad around here. Bad, like, bad. what world are you living in? Dang. Get off the TV. Amen. Preach it. Like the TV is preaching propaganda to Christians, trying to make them stick their heads in the sand and feel miserable about everything. I don't know about y'all, but my life's good. Amen. We all go through trial. We all go through suffering. We all have affliction. Jesus still disciplines his children. But even when we're disciplined, we say, blessed be the name of the Lord. That's right. Jesus is on the throne. Amen. See, people just keep using that phrase and they just don't know what it means. So you're saying that I got a lot Jesus more to is say, actually yeah. supposed to make a difference not only in our soul, but it's going to be outward in our soul, in the world around, and us. in the world around so us. So, like the <sighs> government over the whole world, and we're going to get to all so of these. So, the light's things. not just in us. Y'all, y'all drawing me out here. <laughs> y'all me out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Adam failed. Noah failed. Israel failed. No hope. Jesus doesn't fail. Hmm. Amen. He actually conquered death. Does that, death. does that mean anything? Found Satan. <laughs> took the throne. <laughs> Just rises. Producer Matt's letting the cat out of the bag Listen, with these is graphics. he worthy? <laughs> is he worthy? Who is worthy to take the scroll? Is he worthy? Mm. And we all say, he, he is. is. If you only knew if we what that meant. I was wondering That's some good news right there. If we only knew what that meant, he is worthy to take Where's the scroll. Where's Pastor Scott? <laughs> Get Come that on. man over here. To take the title the deed of the earth and exercise dominion with a rod of iron. Mm. Man, I, this is good news. I'm so excited. let's keep going, though. We're not done because we need to talk about the nature of this government. Things Verse 7, the increase of his government and of the peace, no end. No end. On the throne of David. You see, now we're talking some... That's the, Old Testament. These huh? are technical. <laughs> amen. These are technical terms. <laughs> Let me get through this. <laughs> Technical terms that have a, a, a particular meaning. This is the messianic reign. This is the reign of the millennial kingdom. This is the throne of David, promised to David in the Davidic covenant. On the throne of David, seated over his kingdom to establish the kingdom, it, and to uphold it, to sustain it. What sort of things should we expect as he sits upon the throne of David, rules over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice, right? Mm. Justice as defined ruling. by his law and with righteousness. Mm. Now, here's the key question. Everybody agrees with what I've said so far. Sure. It's this next line. From this time, so there's the start of our graph, mm-hmm. forth and forevermore. Mm. You the added qu- that. No, no, no. Right there. Verse 7. <laughs> So the, the question is, That's not in there. the only question is, what is this time? Mm. Where do you start the graph of positive trajectory? Okay. Now, if you're not sure if any of this is going to happen, he tells you in the next line, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Mm. So it's going to happen. It's certain. It's an, it, it is a increase of everlasting government over the earth where there is justice, peace, and righteousness. And of that increase... There will be no end from this time, but what's the this time? That's the key. That's the key. So I'm here to tell you right now that if you look carefully at Acts 2 and the Apostle Peter's sermon, that he says it as plain as day that Jesus has taken the throne. 
of his father, David. Hmm. Acts 2, after the resurrection, after the ascension, I should say, mm-hmm. preaching to the people of Israel, the son of David, the true Messiah, has taken the throne. Hmm. He is the one who is the son. My son said to my, my Lord said to my Lord, sit here in my right hand mm-hmm. until I make your enemies your footstool. footstool. So the point where the graph begins, Peter says, is at the resurrection and ascension 2,000 years ago. So that means since that point on the graph, mm-hmm. we should be expecting an increase of his government over the world, an increase of justice, an increase of peace, and an increase of righteousness. Mm. And anybody who knows anything about history knows that that is exactly what we have seen. Mm. The mm-hmm. idea that the pagan nations um, back then when Jesus was alive are the same as they are today. There's more Christians in China than in Europe right now. Mm. The very idea Mm. of justice, our nation's always talking about justice. Even secularists and atheists love to talk about justice, justice, justice. Guess where they got that idea from? Jesus. He has changed the entire map. He's changed the game. He he has completely changed all the rules Mm. so that now he is basically the gold standard of everything. That's why everyone today is, you know, Jesus is on our side. No, Jesus is on our side. Jesus is the king. He's the gold standard. Mm. He's the capstone. He has changed all the conversations. Mm. He's in everybody's head. And the world has never been the same ever since. Mm. And we have seen, especially as the gospel went forth into the world, an increase of prosperity, peace, justice, righteousness. Mm. We have seen it. It is easily attested to in history. Then how do you explain history. the bad things? Well, so the, here's the thing. And this is why people will take their own personal experiences... Mm-hmm. Or they'll take a bad thing here, a bad thing there, and say it's not true. Right? Jesus did promise us that while we're in this world, we'll have affliction. He also promised us that the church will be disciplined. Mm-hmm. He said there's going to be trials. It's not the perfect state. That's why it's the word increase. Mm. Oh, all right, all right. Increase. All right, all right. It's not immediate perfection. All right, all right, all right. God isn't a perfectionist. Just as he sanctifies us progressively... If someone were to look at you and be like, oh, I know what you've been thinking lately. Let's look at your thoughts, look at your emotions, your feelings, your fears. Let's mm. look at the way you act and the way you treat other people. How can you be a Christian? How can you say Jesus is Lord over your life? You would say, well, he is Lord of my life. You should have known me back then. Yeah, There's been a progressive point. sanctification. The same is true of his government. He, mm. he has mm. chosen to establish his government as a mustard seed, and it would eventually grow to be the largest tree in the garden. That's right. The mountain has come, and soon the mountain of the Lord will cover the whole earth. We know these Bible passages. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. know what they mean. The increase of his government will have no end. Mm. Justice, mm. peace, righteousness, mm. progress. You, you've heard of progressives before, right? Mm-hmm. Guess where they got that idea before? They got that idea from Jesus. The mm. idea that history is linear and that it progresses over time Pagans don't believe that. They believe in a cyclical history. They believe in like a reincarnation of history. Hmm. Jesus introduced into the world the idea that the world could progress. Hmm. Right. They're, they're simply just apostates. They're, they're her- heretics of Christianity where they borrow certain things from the Bible hmm. and, then, and then try to build a, a Tower of Babel in their own name. Oh, yeah. But progressive Christians were the first progressives. Hmm. Christians were the first people that had hope, who believed the world had order who established it. And that's why we've seen all of this increased peace, justice, righteousness, and prosperity all over the world. Mm. Still trials, still discipline, but increase. Mm. The zeal of the Lord will do it. 
Absolutely. Give it some time. We'll do it. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. Now, we got to move on because there's some other objections that people could make. Okay? Okay. There's some okay. other objections. Let's hear them. Let's, we need to go to Isaiah 11, verse 1. All right. We're talking about the son of David who sits on the throne, who's ruling. 11, verse 1 talks about the son of David as well who would come. He, the metaphor is being used of a little branch that shoots up from a stump. Okay? Okay. You cut down a stump and some trees send up a little branch. Okay. Yep. It says in verse 1, And there shall come forth a shoot, a branch, from mm-hmm. the stump of Jesse, that's the father of David, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And a branch, capital B, shall grow out of his roots. So you ever seen one of those uh, tree stump uh, chopped like down and then a little pear. branch coming oh, up? Uh, yeah, a little, a little. they call them suckers around here. Chop it comes down, up at the they bottom. keep coming back. That's right. God. So it's like all of David's lineage would be chopped off. Okay. Oh, no, no more hope. Davidic covenant ruined. Who, what about the Messiah? And then a little shoot would come up out of the side. Mm, okay. not a, it's not an oak tree. It's a shoot. Okay. Okay. I like, okay. It. I like it. Verse 9 of that very same chapter, as it continues the argument, tells us the sort of thing that we should expect as this shoot comes forth. Verse 9, mm-hmm. they shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Mm. That's positive. That's hope. That's global Christianity. Amen. That's good. Not perfection. Not perfection. We're not saying the tares will not always be in the wheat field. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is it will be a wheat field. Absolutely. Not a tear Ooh. field. That's right. I like that. Chapter 11, like verse that. 10 of Isaiah, it goes on to say, In that day, the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples. So that means he stands up in that day. What day? In that day, mm-hmm. that moment where the graph chart starts, in that day, he's going to stand up, okay? And he's going to be a signal for the peoples. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a, a war language, whereas um, when you're fighting a battle and the enemy is going here, the enemy is going there, and you need to rally the troops, one person, a leader, a commander, would stand up. He'd hold his banner high. The bugle would blow, and everyone would rally on him. Mm-hmm. So he's saying there's going to be a moment in time in this battle where this root of Jesse is going to stand up. Boom. Trumpets blast. Banner goes high. And the peoples gather in formation. Oh, I like Mm. this. It says right there, he shall stand as a signal for the peoples. Of him shall the nations inquire. I like this. Who's that guy? It's Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. Now. Let's go on. Let's see. It's still, it's happening gradually, but in that day, he's going to stand. And then the nations are going to inquire the increase, the gradual Isaiah chapter two, verse two, it shall come to pass in the latter days. Also translated last days, Isaiah two, two, that the mountain that's, that's kingdom language of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be lifted up above the hills and all the nations shall flow to it. So there's going to come a point in time when the mountain of the Lord will be established. It will be higher than all the other mountains. These are, this is kingdom talk. There'll be the kingdom of the Lord will come. It'll be higher than all the other kingdoms. Yep. It shall come to pass in the latter days. Okay. And all the nations shall flow to it. Now, what does the phrase in the last days mean? Hmm. What are the last days? The last days the are... Rapture. No. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> everyone believes the last days, almost everyone believes the last days are between 
Jesus' first coming and his second coming. Okay. Almost everyone believes that. So not the rapture. Not the rapture. Okay, got it. Now, the rapture, for people who believe in the rapture, they believe it happens in the last days, too. Okay. But they're talking about a different type of last days. (laughs) In the last days, the last days refers to the time between the first and the second coming. The latter days. The last days prophesied by Isaiah. Mm -hmm. In the last days, the mountain will be established and the nations shall flow to it. In the last days means what? During. During the last days. Absolutely. Not at the end of the last days. Not after human history is over with. Mm -hmm. In human history. In the latter days. He will be lifted up. The nations shall flow to it. He will be the highest of all the kingdoms. Mm -hmm. Verse 3. And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. Now, what does many people mean to you? Just a few, right? Like a two. lot. We should expect that when Jesus tells his disciples to throw their nets on the other side and they bring up that crazy catch yeah. and it rocks the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fish. That's right. It was a metaphor that the catch is going to be huge. Mm. Not a tiny little. God is not settled. I don't believe God is settled with billions of people going into hell. Hmm. No, no they're, they're, the world is changing. The gospel is going forth. People are flowing into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Jesus' mountain is being established. Mm-hmm. They're saying, teach us his ways, that we may walk in his paths. When people come to our church, I expect that that is a fulfillment of this prophecy. That's mm-hmm. right. Because they've heard about this king. Who is this one? For out of Zion, that's the new name for Jerusalem or the new Jerusalem. For out of Zion shall go forth the law. Ooh, I like that. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, the gospel and the law going forth from Zion. Who's Zion? The church, the new Jerusalem. Hebrews chapter 12, if you want the proof texts. Out of the church goes forth the law and the word of the Lord, the the gospel of Jesus Christ. He shall judge between the nations. He shall decide disputes for many peoples. He's already doing it. Who here has had a dispute Mm -hmm. settled by the law of Jesus? And by the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm. so that people with disputes can come together in one body. Mm. It's already happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares. Who's heard that verse before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, clearly yeah. in heaven, right? Clearly in the future, we have no expectation of peace and justice and righteousness in this life. All the world's going to hell in a handbasket, circling the drain. Just give up. Why even try to engage? Mm. No. In this text, it is clear that in the last days, during the last days, he will be lifted up, the peoples will stream, the nations will come in, disputes will be settled, the law and the gospel will go forth, and people will begin to beat their swords into plowshares. Mm. Warriors will Mm. become farmers, producers, fruitful, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. It's happening. It will continue to happen. It's not about perfection. It is about a gradual increase during the last days. Mm. That's why the future is bright. Yeah, and I think you could make the argument whenever we're talking about stuff like this. You know, a lot of people, and I said it earlier, uh, the joke is, but things are so bad right now. I think you could make an argument pretty easily that what's actually happening is the conflict as a result of the Bible expanding its authority. Everywhere the Bible goes, there's going to be conflict. Yeah, there's absolutely. a reason why it's called you know, a battle. That's right. We wage war, not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. Right. Everybody skips forward to the end of that verse, but 
It says, we wage war. And the weapons of our warfare are given to us by Jesus. They are the word of God, mm. prayer, confession, all of these things. These are the weapons of our warfare as we go forth. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. And if you Amen. think about it, if I can add one thing, mm. a lot of people think of the negative and stuff, but could you imagine being there whenever Jesus literally died on the cross? Okay. He's in a tomb. Mm-hmm. Dead. It's real bad. <laughs> and then what happens? He stayed he raises. there. Oh, no. He Three days later. Dead. Oh, yeah. No. But in oh, that moment, no, but no. In that moment can you imagine being those disciples where you're thinking, this is it. everything that I believed in? gone yeah that's right and the text talks about that they're like they went away but sad. out of that what seemingly bad news what happens mm. the world the has changed news. forever the good news the good news mm. and good. it keeps going forth amen what you think is bad no god amen. turned into good news the joy best news to the world wait are we you guys don't even know song? what that means joy to the world <laughs> joy to the world that's awesome Amen. Well done. Well done. So have lots of kids. <laughs> Application. Because the future is bright. That's right. Send have those kids of off kids. into the future with the values of Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ and his law. And, you know, pack them full of the mission and the hope. Mm. You're sending those arrows off into the future. Amen. And I, man, I wish people could see this. It is it is so joyful if they absolutely. could catch this. It is so hopeful. It it puts the winds in your sails. Yeah, it's your engine. Yeah, oh, if I, I could say could that a lot of people you, they think of children as burdensome. Burden. Say it. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. A lot of people. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. The drain on the budget. Drain on the budget. They culture. are so joyful. It cost me so much like, money. God wants us to fight a war, but He wants to fight it joyfully. Yeah, and the exactly. more that you get into it, the more joy you have. That's right. Amen. That's it's right. It's true. Amen. You go home and have fun with your kids. Happy Absolutely. warriors. It's nice. It's super cool. Absolutely. Amen. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good times. I'm done. You're done. All You're right, done. guys. Thank you so much, Pastor Brandon, for that um, meaty moment. We got to figure out a better name for that. Worst that sound effect awesome. on the deck right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Next up, we have Blake Gilbert in Uh-oh. the hot seat. Uh, but first, we have a word from our sponsor, based out of their new office in Karen Crow, the Orchard Apple Specialists. Wonderful. 